0: Hello, and welcome to episode five of the Nobody Important podcast. I am Ramon. Felipe. And we're Nobody Important. Welcome to uh, this week's episode. And this week, we are going to have a bunch of different topics to go through, everything from our drink of the week to our normal honor and report, Mm -hmm. and then going over kind of recaps of our weeks. We've had some interesting series of events. But to start off... It wouldn't be a nobody important podcast without felipe's drink sticking to the coaster which I think right. is about three weeks in a row but this week what do we got i believe it is called
1: the mexican firing squad uh, yes thank you sorry I yes You looked at the recipe did not look at the drink so mexican firing squad which is tequila lime juice some grenadine and angostura bitters
0: yes And so our glasses are super full because, would you like to tell everyone exactly what happened?
1: So I, typically you mix the cheap ingredients first and when it, so I had my lime the everything basically. And when it came time to pour the tequila, I poured enough for one and not two. So when we poured them in our regular glasses, it looked kind of sad. I'm used to only making one cocktail at a time. I figured I'd save time making both. So it's just my fuck up. Um, so then we had to make more change the recipe a little bit to make sure we you know had the proper and it looks okay. It yeah. looks like the what the picture looked like yeah. it even came out
0: pretty good and even has yeah a little bit of foam at the top. but yeah, that was our kind of like Frankenstein adventure in creating a Mexican firing squad because you don't really know what you're gonna get.
1: Nope and then uh, we went a little hipster with our cups. We're drinking mm-hmm. out of jars.
0: Yeah. so cheers. cheers. That sounded better. It sounded than the, better than the glass did last week. So, oh, that is acidic.
1: Yeah. So, honestly, I think it needs some type of sugar more than the grenadine. Maybe a little bit of simple syrup somewhere, because the acidity of the pomegranates and the Pomegranate. lime, uh, yeah, and then the bitterness, and I don't taste tequila. And again, we're eh, drinking not really. four ounces of tequila in each of these.
0: Yeah, so. Oh, well. It looked pretty. Yeah, looked pretty. And it's with grenadine and... Ultimately, we had the ingredients for it. There was an attempt. And a try and... <laughs> we'll just go with there was an attempt. Uh, so this week we'll start it off like we have did or like we started last week and then we want like continue. we have did. Good like, job there. English is hard. <clears throat> Tell me about it. I have a story about that later. But this week's on our report. Okay. So, should I start or you start?
1: Um, I'll go my, I'll go first mine are really quick because I want I know one of yours and I really want to hear about it. Um, the well, my bad guy is yesterday <laughs> I went to uh, a supermarket here. And as soon as I God, in my area, you just kind of know that people are going to ask you for money. And nothing bad. I do understand people you know, sometimes are down on their luck. But as soon as I pulled into that lot, I knew. That's the guy who's going to ask me for money. <laughs> so <laughs> He just had that look on his face? He just looked like it. He just, I don't know. I don't know why. He was just sitting on a cart just in the edge of the parking lot. Like, okay, whatever. So to try to avoid this... Cause I don't like human interaction. I went to the furthest extent to the lot, like away from him and away from the store. So I had to walk a bit. So I do my purchase, come back out and as I'm getting back in my car. Who should I find? But this motherfucker, <laughs> Hey, you got any change? I'm like, sorry, man, I don't carry cash. As one of the main, that's the main reason I don't carry cash. It just helps me. It's like, I am not lying to these people i don't have
0: cash yeah i mean also you work in an area of town that has a very large oh this wasn't even homeless my... population that too so i mean the fact that like you know you can walk around just around your job anything like that at any given time <laughs> and people that ask you for money
1: since you mentioned that sorry to, to get away from this um i had a homeless guy on the corner who pulled out his pipe and started smoking. I'm not sure if it was crack or what else do you smoke it up a pipe? Clearly, we don't do drugs. But he was out there. He's enjoying his thing. And he was just dancing and singing <laughs> at people. And I'm like, on the phone with the cops, like, hey, you know, he's starting to sing now. He won't leave by the front. He's not getting away from the front door. And when the police showed up, police showed up <clears throat> I got a call about something else. Someone had just abandoned their car in front of the fucking garage. That's that's another bad person, I guess. I'm done double <laughs> dipping since we skipped a week. Um, yeah, he just left his car there, so I went back to the front of the building. I saw the cops like, "Hey, can you guys help me with this?" And then you suddenly you see a guy running towards the car. It's like, "I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I had an appointment I couldn't miss." Which story doesn't really make sense. But car,
0: oh, I just want the car fucking gone. And the cops so,
1: were like, not even gonna do anything about it.
0: He parked on the sidewalk blocking the sidewalk blocking the sidewalk and blocking the entrance to your building's garage yes because he had an appointment
1: there are so many better places than leaving your car on the fucking sidewalk I'm there's
0: parking it. spaces right in front of your building
1: not even that like let's say he was going to like the bus station behind park where the fucking buses park why block the fucking garage <laughs> <laughs> so that's my bad one <laughs> Uh, my good guy was a video I saw a few weeks ago, which I, you always can say man that video is fake or, or something But he went around walking up to like a I would assume a poor neighborhood and He'd knock I was like hey, how much is rent here? I'm like looking for for a place here. He's like oh It's this He pulls out the cash and gives them a month of rent so again, you can go back and say maybe it's fake or whatever but man, the first example he shows, of this guy's like, you know, I was praying because I, I knew it was going to be short this month and then you showed up. And he just looks so thankful for it. And again, whether it's fake or not, because the video got removed, I'm not sure why. <clears throat>
0: so they, this guy basically went and he paid other people's rent? He gave them the
1: whatever amount they said, he gave them cash in the hopes, you know, that they pay rent with it, right? You can't predict what we're going to do with money. Uh, but yeah, that was the idea behind it. Dang. Um, it would be cool to be somewhere in life in that possibility because, you know, paying someone's mortgage or rent for a month, that's life changing. Like when you owned a condo, mm-hmm. could you imagine like someone paid your mortgage and your HOA dues for a month?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that, that's cool.
1: fucking awesome. So yeah.
0: hopefully one day we're in a position where we can do that to affect someone's life like that. Yeah. I got to say that is something I've always wanted to be able to do. Like I've seen those videos where someone will go to like a restaurant. And their server, they'll start talking up to their server, you know, asking what they're doing for, why they're a server, what they're doing outside of being a server, whether they're going to school, they're working on another career, they have a business, something like that, that they're starting up. And every time they're like, oh, you know, I'm short a couple hundred dollars on rent, I'm short a couple hundred dollars on whatever it may be. And the person leaves them like a several hundred dollar tip to basically offset that i'm like that's freaking cool like mm-hmm. i have always wanted to be able to do something like that just to be able to help out other people that you know are just it. you know i may mm-hmm. be in a position where you know i've needed that and i would like to be on the flip side of that where mm-hmm. i am in that position to be able to give that would be awesome 100 percent.
1: mine is not the restaurant one mine is being able to go to a store and just see like a mom with like like maybe for who the whole knows that they're single but just like see that they're a single mom and you know if you bought her cart full of groceries 200 bucks of what it is it would make like it would help out so much that to me would be the best it's like i'm gonna pay for your groceries and do it then that to me is cool
0: but that that would be really awesome for sure um see mom we're not evil see my honor isn't as holistic and as nice as that but it's kind of a cool story. So I mentioned on the last podcast that I was going to be in L.A. for a week. in for like a business trip, I was going to be out of town. Um, had a work <clears throat> conference and was in basically the central part of L.A. for a week. Uh, staying pretty much smack in the heart of the city. And Jealous. you were just there a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And so you gave me a bunch of places that I needed to go and that I needed to try. Out of all of those places... The funniest thing was, so all of us that were there for that conference, Mm -hmm. the first night we're trying to plan out like, oh, let's go out to dinner somewhere. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. I was like, I really wanted to go to this bar that you told me about. It was a whiskey bar, but everyone wanted to go out for dinner. So I said, sure, no problem. Let's go out for dinner. We go there or on our way there, we're walking to this place. I look up how far away the whiskey bar is. So that way I know after dinner, I can ditch them and go to this (laughs) bar. turns out the place that everyone picked mm-hmm. was downstairs yeah. from the bar Fucking like the restaurant the restaurant is here as soon as you walk into the restaurant there's a separate staircase just right off to the side that takes you up the little mm-hmm. roundabout staircase into that bar Jesus Christ tell me about just lucky placement timing whatever seriously it was cool as hell well so I ended up going to that bar mm-hmm. and when I got up to the bar, There's a bourbon that I have been just like dying to find. I've told you about it Mm -hmm. and it's impossible to find here. It's a bourbon called Blanton's. It is extremely difficult to find every shop that I've gone to, whether it's total wine or even calling up like local liquor shops. No one has it. I've even had like total wine. Tell me that the two different locations that I've checked here, Uh, One of them only got five bottles throughout the entirety of 2019. The other store wouldn't tell me how many they got, but just said whenever they get them, they only generally get one bottle at a time. And that bottle sells out pretty much within 15 minutes of them opening. Jesus. So I have been on the hunt for this bourbon to try to find it because I just really want to try it. This bar had it. Damn, they did. They had it. Not only did they have it, but they have a special program with the actual distillery that makes it. What? That someone from the bar goes out to the distillery (laughs) and is able to pick a barrel that they will create specifically for this bar. Damn. That bar was legit. (laughs) Shit. It was so damn cool. So, I'm talking to the bartender there about this. He's telling me this whole story. And... He knows how much I've been wanting to try it. He ended up giving me uh, this little cork from bottle. a bottle of Blanton's. It looks just like that. It's uh, kind of horse out of focus. But there it is. Uh, he gave me the cork from the bottle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Knowing like that, I wanted to try it. So sure as hell, I went back later in the week and ended up trying. I didn't try it that night because it was $20 a pour, but <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but I went God back damn. later that week and I tried it, and damn, it was fantastic. I'm trying
1: to think, like, relatively to what other shit we're drinking, like, we tried the classic. Azul, it was like 18 bucks a
0: pour. Yeah.
1: So I'm like, is it relatively that expensive, or is it just that expensive plus LA prices?
0: So get this a bottle of this, like, from, say, Total Wine, like, if, if they were to carry it, a bottle of this <laughs> bourbon. Is sixty bucks,
1: but because it's rare,
0: but because it's that hard to find, that's what drives the price up. I found a local uh, place that has it. Mm. I called them up. They're like, "Yeah, we just got a bottle this morning." I'm cool. I'll be there, you know, in the afternoon to go pick it up. He's mm. like, "Great." It's three hundred dollars. What the fuck? He marked it up five hundred percent. What the fuck? <laughs> fuck that so yeah but my honor goes out to that bartender it's uh the bar is called seven grand it's basically right and smack in la on seventh street and grand hence the name seven grand
1: i'm glad you went because i would have given him so much shit because again we were looking for places and you showed me where you were staying and it's around the fucking block i'm like if you don't go man like, you're not going to hear the end of this. And look, like what happened? I gave him a suggestion. He really had a great time. I did. Bar- made a bartending friend, apparently. They gave him a fucking cork. That's fucking awesome. When I was there,
0: I stole a, a pack of matches from it. I still have it. <laughs> no, seriously, the place was a block down the street from my hotel. So I just walked down there, and I was good. And I
1: Honestly, when I found it, I found it randomly, too, because I was bar hopping. And I was like seven grand bar i'm like fuck it let's see what this is about because it look cool on on google
0: and it turned out pretty cool
1: turned into something later on every time i visit i'm gonna go
0: there yeah uh, Uh, for sure i have mm, i don't like downtown la i don't i think it's a shithole but i mean most downtowns are most downtowns are but that bar was absolutely fantastic and it was it's a dedicated like whiskey and bourbon bar they have other things but primarily like whiskey and bourbon. It's like over 750 different kinds. Mm -hmm. It was fantastic. And so thank you for the recommendation. Shout out to that bartender. That was one hell of an experience. And you definitely made me remember it. And that's what sticks out to me. So you definitely get my honor this week. However, my report, funny enough, also revolves around Blanton's and around this. Okay. I have been terror. on a such terror. a search for this. You have no idea. I've been trying to find it literally anywhere. So I went to Total Wine, about fifteen minutes up the street from here. Okay, so that not, one. Not yeah. too far. Yeah. And I went out to Total Wine, and I was just, you know what? I'm just gonna ask. What are the chances? Can I? But on the wait list like something like what what are the possibilities of it absolutely just existing and me having any chance of getting it right mm-hmm. so i walked in started looking through the section i found uh someone that worked there and asked them about it and i was like all right realistically i know you're not gonna have it right now but what are the chances that i'm able to get it when it comes in Tell me why this was the cockiest, most arrogant person I've ever dealt with in any sort of like retail personal experience, because his answer was that I won't. Not that like there's not a chance for me to get it, but that I won't get it. And the reason why I won't get it was because that Every single time one bottle comes in, because they only generally get shipped one bottle at a time, mm. that every single time one bottle comes in, one of the employees of the store buys it before it goes out on the shelf for customers. Oh, what dick moves. So he was like, it exists. He's like, I've got about five bottles of it at home. Oh, what a dick. Like, he told me flat out, like, I've got about five bottles at home. He's like, but you're not going to get it. It's like you can come here every week when we get our shipments, when we open at nine in the morning, and you probably still won't get it because we'll probably someone will have probably already bought it. What a dick move. I So that pisses me off enough. I'm not going back to that Total wine anymore. I no. don't care that it's
1: that close to that area because it is convenient there sometimes. Fuck that place. Yeah. Fuck that,
0: those employees. That pissed me off. So in the past <laughs> I worked in I worked in retail for almost 10 years up to up to this point. And from everything from just a, you know, basic like part time, whatever, all the way up to like district manager level Mm -hmm. uh, within within companies. Yeah. Within different companies in retail and every single company that I have worked for had a very explicit rule. That any limited edition items, any special items, any popular items were forbidden to be purchased by employees until a set window of time passed. I watched people. So, full disclosure, this was years and years ago. I worked at Nike. I Nike is very, very popular and very famous for the amount of releases that they do. Mm-hmm. Very limited edition, special edition releases. Mm-hmm. I watched multiple people, not just one, multiple people get fired on the spot because they hid a shoe on a launch day. So that way they could buy it at the end of their shift and not save it for a customer. Nike did not play around with that at all. And every other company that I have worked for had a very similar policy in that, a special edition or any any type of popular item was to be saved for the customer, not for the employees. After a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. if it was still available, then an employee could purchase it. Mm-hmm. But an employee never got first dibs. That's what pisses me off so much about Total Wine.
1: Like, remember we've only written one Yelp review? Yeah. At one place? Yep. This makes me want to write a Yelp review about this place. And I... Like, because that is not only is it rude and bad customer service. Well, I guess that is. I mean, yeah. it's all it is. It's like it's such a dick move to tell you, it's like you're not gonna get it, and because because I'm buying them all. Like, who the fuck does that? Who who thinks that's an okay thing to say?
0: Yeah. Oh my God, you have such a good bad fucking person. That person deserves to be fired. Like that. That alone just like that was so off putting. And so just infuriating. I, again, like you said, we never write reviews. I was this close. I even asked my wife because she was there with me. I was like, do I ask for his manager right now? Like, I, do I be that guy? Do I be that person that's I, like, you know what? Like, I would... Let me talk to them.
1: I would consider it too. I,
0: I've, I've thought oh about my it. Oh my God. Like, I have. I'm to i thought I kind
1: of want to go back and do it. Again, <laughs> it didn't even happen to me. But like, oh my God, I'd be so pissed. Like, fuck you you're gonna buy this thing i want like oh my god so like i hope he gets fired yeah fuck you total wine guy <laughs> <laughs> um pretty too far away from the bartending guy when i went to l.a last time i actually had to add a similar um similar um experience with the bartender where the guy i met at a random bar Seemed really nice. We actually got to talking about everything and he made me a cocktail I really liked. I'm still trying to fucking remember what it was because he's like, It's my own creation.
0: That uh, it was good.
1: But it was just it's cool that we both went to LA and had a really good experience with these bartenders who I mean it it takes you brought you brought something back. I brought back a memory, I was like I wanna go back, see if he still works there type of thing. So good
0: on bartenders this week. Um yeah. shout out to the awesome bartenders you guys did did great, you know fantastic fantastic job there (laughs) and fuck that total one guy man it's gonna bother me the rest of the episode i wish we should have been at the end now like (laughs) what the fuck i intentionally didn't tell you that story because i wanted your reaction oh my god i'm glad you did not you could you imagine that being wasted in a text message (laughs) but that was that was a very interesting way to come back because it just happened this week so Mm -hmm. after i'd come back from la and did all that overall la was awesome it was a good trip I was there for work conference, and so we got a lot of we got a lot of stuff done. I met a bunch of people, met a bunch of different people from the company from all around the country that I had never met. And I makes- actually met uh, two people from some of our divisions uh, in Japan and in Dubai. Oh shit! That was pretty cool. That's awesome. The the guy from Japan was awesome, um, and then the woman from Dubai. Uh, was also awesome Hmm. and it was just really really cool to actually have that experience and them telling us about like our business but culturally how different it is in that country from how we do it here
1: I can't imagine that because basically one thing I've heard consistently heard about just Japan not about Dubai is that it is the closest experience we will get to going to a different planet that is how different the culture of japan is to anything we are familiar with so yeah. that is interesting to hear on that yeah
0: one. it was it was really really cool they they were both really awesome people they got to experience a bunch of just different things but it was funny so the very first day that i got there mm. the the meeting started or the conference started on a monday morning at like nine in the morning so my plane ticket was leaving here at seven in the morning to get there at, you know, whatever time. It's like an hour flight, hour and fifteen yeah. minute flight from here. But I walked into the conference literally at nine oh one. Oh shit. Right as it started. With your luggage. With my luggage. Like everyone else got there Sunday, the day before. I was the only one that flew out Monday morning. Why? Uh because I was at the party.
1: Oh that's right that's right. You can Yeah, family <laughs> events. Alright. Yeah.
0: So we were at the the family party, family barbecue it was my Wife's birthday, her dad's birthday, and, and her little sister's birthday party all celebrated in one. Uh, and yeah. that... the best thing about that was singing "Happy Birthday" because we're like,
1: "Happy Birthday!" Oh <laughs> yeah, all three <laughs> <of their names. laughs> Happy Birthday to <laughs> you.
0: Because everyone was confused at what we were gonna do. I'm like, "No, it's simple. You say all three names at once and move on." Yeah. So, Anyways, I flew out the next day because of that. Part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, okay. I get there at like nine in the morning. One of the first things we're talking about is. The two people from Japan and Dubai, mm-hmm. they're like, everyone told us that we're coming to LA. We have to have tacos. <laughs> See, So that was why I texted you. I was like, okay, downtown LA, where are the taco spots I need to go to?
1: So here, here's what led me to give you suggestions. the, the two places I knew downtown or three, um, are not regular street tacos. For street tacos, you have to go to the streets, mm-hmm. and in downtown, that just I did. I don't ever remember seeing it.
0: Closest I, do you would get to like the streets, like Grand Central Market and, and everything, yeah. And
1: that was one of the places. But like, I remember when I went and we were, I met with that friend of ours. Um, and um, we were driving to Koreatown and we were kept passing just random little food trucks. Um, and then we had to go really far away by like Dodger Stadium to find that huge thing, which really cool, cheap tacos. But those were like legit street tacos. So when you came to me, I was like. Well, there's guisados, but it's like, it's not a traditional taco. It's just stewed. It's like a
0: modern flair to like a yeah, street taco. Yeah,
1: which are good. It's just, it's not what he was looking for. And then it's like, as I was looking on, on, on Google Maps, and I was like, oh shit, this one restaurant I've been, the name catches you. Yeah. I don't know about the food. Some, their Instagram is good, but you know, people can do anything with Instagram post. But the name of the restaurant was? Pinches Tacos. Tell me you wouldn't go to a restaurant (laughs) called
0: Finches Tacos. It means it's fucking tacos. Yeah, that's literally what it means. Fucking tacos. And I explained that to the person from Japan and from Dubai, as well as everyone else from other parts of the country that Uh are from like Virginia and Boston and whatever that have never actually, yeah, (laughs) that have never actually had like legit tacos. They're like, I'm like, this place is literally called fucking tacos.
1: That's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad they opened a downtown location just for this.
0: Yeah, so get this. So basically, the way that it was broken down so the hotel and everything was essentially on this corner. Mm. You walk down to the very next signal. Okay. That's where Pinches Tacos was.
1: So it was still on Grand, I guess?
0: It was basically on the same street. Yeah, it was like literally just right there on the same street. Uh, in order to across do it. Across the street from Funny Starbucks. Thing is, I found it. Yes, across from the Starbucks. I found it by accident. Really? Because that day I said, you know what? I want Subway for lunch today during our, like, during okay, our yeah, meetings. Man. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to go find Subway. So I did a, like a map search. Where's the nearest Subway? It was right there on the corner. As I'm walking to the Subway, I see the sign Pinches Tacos. I'm like, oh shit, I've heard of this place. <laughs> I was like, I need to try this. I was like, all right, screw it. I'm going in. And I went inside to go try it. It's literally next to the subway. Okay. So that was exactly how I found it. It was a total accident. I ate there three days in a row. God damn. <laughs> it must have been some good fucking tacos. They were some good tacos. Fuck I'm not going to go. lie. All right. That's a place that they, I need to go to then. They were legit. They were actually really good tacos. And I took the people from Dubai and Japan and they really liked them. Like now, I can tell people I've had like actual tacos. tacos. in LA. And I'm like, yes, hey. you have. And they were they were really freaking good. That's awesome. Um, oh. Funny enough, their best taco. Uh huh. Fish taco. That's cool. That's good. Yeah, it was a good fish like, taco. Like what
1: type? Like what crispy?
0: Uh, it, was was it, yeah, it was fried. Yeah, like, fried. Okay. It was like a like fried beer batter fish battered. type mm-hmm. thing. Okay. It wasn't beer battered, but it was like a fried fish. It was battered but fried.
1: Okay. Um, okay. Oh, might be like um um breaded,
0: I guess. Yeah. Like, there I'm, you go. Okay. Yeah. So that was really good hmm. shout out to that to the pinches tacos as well too <laughs> i really wish we could get some damn sponsorships in here because now i'm hungry you just ate you yes fat bastard <laughs> i was gonna call someone else and i glad i didn't yeah uh, uh, fat ass whatever like man. granted you know you look at the two of us side by side he's always eating more than me yeah i've known this i've known you for what at this point 15 it's 15 years. 16 years like 15 16 years I have always been in the ballpark of probably like anywhere from maybe 50 to 100 pounds lighter than you. <laughs> I, I, I got something funny to tell you, All right, since we're talking about weight. So um, my previous
1: building, you know how I left, and my, my company's moving on from them, um, I went to go drop off my keys finally, and I ran into my old um, building engineer, and he, the first thing he says to me was, hey, what happened to that, foo? <laughs> Granted, when I left, I was on keto, and I would lost a lot of weight. Like, pretty much last March, I, like, I lost, like, 20 pounds in a month. So, keto works if you do it right. Obviously, I stopped. Um, and I was like... I think we both need to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like... I mean, when I got promoted, man, I really started drinking. That is, that is like the switch that happened. And it's like you need something to help uh, with your long days, and it's like it was like one of the odds. The first thing he tells me is like, "Hey, what happened to that weight loss?" And Damn, because there's this video that makes and I, or a friend from the first episode, keeps sending, we keep bringing up where it's like these two fat little Mexican kids fighting, and he's like, I'll fucking kick your ass, you little fat ass. And the other kid goes, You're fat too. <laughs> and I, like, Fuck you. I, <laughs> I love fucking that love that video so I much. Love... He's like, You're fat too. <laughs> Anyways, so that's what I wanted to tell him, but obviously we're in a work environment. Speaking of ass kicking though. Oh,
0: Okay, okay, okay <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I want to see yeah, what you're talking about. I was going to say, speaking of asking, now that you bring up that video of, okay. like, pe- like, two fat asses just beating each other, <laughs> beating each other up. <laughs> oh, shit. That's <laughs> like, mean. They're not fat. That was a perfect segue. That was totally unintentional, but... Really? <laughs> I will take it. So, Fury-Wilder fight. It was their second fight, right? Yeah. So, again, the first one, I think, ended in a draw. Yeah, I... Don't know. I am horrible at boxing and paying attention to all of that. So who was the dumbass that came out wearing like 50 pounds of armor?
1: Here's how little we pay attention to boxing. I don't know their fucking names,
0: but it was the (laughs) black guy. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Now it's going to bug me, but continue. So supposed to be like one of the biggest fights, supposed to be one of the, the biggest events of the year. And it's crazy hyped up. Everyone's watching. Everyone's okay. looking to watch it. So Tyson and
1: Fury is the white guy. So okay. it was
0: Wilder who got his ass beat. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> we totally did our research before this episode.
1: I mean, we weren't really going to plan on talking about this a lot. But yeah, we, I mean, we couldn't ignore the stupidity. We Couldn't
0: ignore the fact that you came out to the ring wearing like 50 pounds worth of custom armor. You got your ass beat. Just completely beat, and your excuse was, "Yeah, I got tired because I wore all that armor to the ring, 40 pounds, right?" To me, it's like, you
1: dumbass, did you not wear it before and figured, "Oh, this is gonna be heavy?" Now see how much it's gonna weigh on you. See, that's his reason. I don't know if I truly believe it. I mean, again, I don't know boxing. I don't know what it does to the body to carry 40 pounds before a fight and your legs are down. <laughs> he could be telling the truth, but it just really, bro. That's what you're gonna blame, just like. Hey, I just got my ass beat, and he, yeah. then he and he was pissed at this corner through the town. towns like, bro, we were seven rounds in, you were getting your ass beat from the very start. You weren't gonna win this fight unless you knocked him out, and you were look dead, tired, couldn't put your arms up. You, it was so one sided. Yeah, that that was so ridiculous. Was fucking I was, dumbass, right? And then uh, we were listening to Shaq podcast. They were discussing this, and he was trying
0: to defend him like, oh no, I, I was like, was like, you're never gonna admit that the other guy was just better than you you're gonna make up an excuse i'm like that's just some bullshit. like okay this person was better than me on this day i'm gonna come back i'm gonna do better i'm gonna call it good and then just like i'm actually going to improve Mm. but no his excuse was i was wearing 40 pounds of armor 40 50 however many pounds of armor and so i was tired after walking out to the ring wearing this armor Mm. That is the most bullshit excuse. Honestly, you deserve to be number two on both of our reports for this week because
1: fuck that excuse. Actually, you know, speaking of a stupid athlete, did you hear about the New York Jets second-year player who walked into the... I mean, he plays for the Jets. I assume it's a New York airport. Motherfucker tried to board a plane with a Glock 19. I saw that on Instagram this morning. I mean, he, I think his name is Quinning Williams, where... Uh, I remember this one video back before he was drafted... He, he sneezed and he blessed himself and it caught people's attention that he was oh that polite God. that he was like, bless me. But anyways, <laughs> going back to his story, it's like, how stupid do you have to be to try to take a fucking gun through the airport? I mean, it's probably just more any trans- airport, but like, in New York. In New York. Because the first thing that comes to mind is Plexigl burst that Yeah. A New York guy shooting, shooting himself shoot in the leg, leg at the uh, club and like, he didn't play after that.
0: Yeah. Clearly yeah, different yeah, circumstances. Time too?
1: Yeah, he did prison time too. Um, and it, it happened so long ago. I bet this guy was probably like 10 when it happened, if that. Yeah. But like, God, that makes me feel old. But Jesus, what do
0: you think was going to happen? Honestly. Like, so did it say like how he was like carrying it or was it just like on his, only list, saw the in Instab- his bag? I only like- saw the Instagram
1: post, so we don't have the full story on this, obviously. Um, that's all I saw was that he was caught with a Glock 19 at the airport.
0: That is just a dumbass, man. Yeah. But that... Speaking of airports, you know what? That reminds me. Okay. So I've just spent a decent amount of time in the last week in an airport. You want to tell them how much time you spent on Friday? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's too Sorry. So uh, my conference was over. It was Monday through Friday conference. And obviously my work paid for... The plane tickets paid for the flights, Mm -hmm. which... As they should, they fly us out there and make us go out there. I'm curious to see how much they pay for the Japan and Dubai plane tickets, man. But anyway. I, I can look it up. I actually there's a there's a form that I have that shows like everyone just for like all of our expenses. I can okay. actually look it up, so remind me. I will see what I can what I can find from there. But the my flight, so the meeting ended at around like noon-ish on Friday.
1: hmm
0: My flight out of LA. Wasn't until nine o'clock.
1: So you chilled at the airport for eight plus hours?
0: Yep. Here's why. Okay. Because...
1: I wanted to give you shit when you told me.
0: I was... So I was hopeful that I could get my flight changed to an earlier flight. Okay. So I was thinking like, okay, they booked us a flight that would allow us to be able to change it to like an earlier flight. So I said, you know what, I'm just going to go to the airport and instead of carrying my luggage all through like downtown L.A. and going to all of these places with freaking luggage. It's like I'm just going to go to the airport, see if I can get an earlier flight and then hope that I can come home early. That was my goal. Mm. Got to the airport and checked in at the front desk there to, to see if I could actually get an earlier flight. And She looked up my ticket and was like nope your company booked our like saver flight <laughs> And so in order to make a change to an earlier flight, it's gonna cost you two hundred dollars
1: mm. So You would have paid you basically not paid 25 bucks an hour, which yeah I, Yeah, I, I agree. I think you made the right decision. The reason I wanted I knew you couldn't because like why didn't he just go hang out somewhere else because I knew you had luggage, and that's yeah. really uncomfortable to carry luggage anywhere.
0: Yeah. If you're walking through downtown LA as just, like, a tourist going to all these different places, you're rolling, like, your little luggage around. Oh, I carried a, a
1: backpack, and it was annoying.
0: Yeah, so it's, like, I have my, my normal carry-on bag and then, like, a little rolling luggage. Oh, and yeah, that's a lot of so shit like, to
1: carry around down, walking around <clears throat> everywhere. Nah, fuck that.
0: Yeah, so I just ended up going to the airport. Turns out a bunch of the people from the meeting mm. had the same idea. And their flights didn't leave until like seven o'clock.
1: No, so you had company. Ha- so yeah, no, we all just kind
0: of hung out and went to the bar in the airport, just like <laughs> drank and hung out for a while and what, started talking. What is
1: that place you at the airport that you discovered? Was it what type of bar? A Cent- uh, Centurion, something like that.
0: Oh, the Centurion lounges. Yeah, through American Express. It came up
1: uh, a. Uh, it came up my board of me. yesterday where a board member was like, "You know what I just discovered? Are they that they- Phoenix sc- has a Centurion yeah. lounge?" Keep in mind, this guy's worth billions, um, and he just discovered this, and he's just so happy about it. It's like, it's funny that a billionaire and a Ramon have a shared joy in this centurion board. Heart of a rich man, people.
0: <laughs> yeah. I will say that. It's definitely a guilty pleasure, though. Like, you don't really realize how cool that lounge is until you actually go to it. So what i to two of them. What do you I've need been to the to... one in Phoenix, and I've been to the one in Miami. What do you need to be allowed in there? American Express American Express Platinum card. Okay. And a flight on American Airlines that same day. Oh, okay, okay. So you need both because it's in the American Airlines terminals. And mm. so they actually will check your flight itinerary and make sure that you actually have that card. And in order to actually let you in. Got it. But the lounges are free food, upgraded Wi-Fi over like standard... Uh, airport wifi, free drinks, like everything completely free. You just go in, you hang out, you chill, can literally just, do you ever have, well,
1: I know this is all kind of off topic, but also on topic with what you said, do you ever have concerns about connecting to
0: public wifi? I feel like you would. Oh yeah, I do. So I, so did you connect to it? Hell no. That's what I figured. I run a VPN Got it. on my data service. <laughs> What? Like, I'm constantly connected to LTE and I still run a VPN. <laughs> like, I don't connect to public Wi-Fi ever.
1: I don't. Either. And if I
0: do, I am 100% on a VPN. Like, no, no hesitation, no doubts. Like, I am always on that. So, no, I did not connect to their Wi-Fi. I had good enough service that I didn't need to. So, That's good. Sure. That, was, that was it. But those lounges how, are awesome. How good is the food in there? That was good yeah yeah it's 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 good food like it's uh so i mean it's buffet style Mm. so as far as like they'll they'll have just kind of like covered buffets and you put everything out but the quality is what you would expect from oh what's the closest thing i can think of it's what you would expect from almost like banquet hall type thing okay where it's not like the flashiest
1: more than a continental breakfast but it's not that something
0: yeah it's not like this luxury high-end restaurant but it's, I mean, it's the best food you'll get in an airport. You sure about that? Remember that pizza we had when we were going to San Antonio? That pizza was pretty good. Yeah, but I would still say this, like, overall. Oh, the then overall it was free. Quality, yeah. The overall quality of this food, and it's completely free. Like, you can go back, get as much as you want. Mm. You can go back, get as many drinks as you want. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, just go. I remember one time I went uh, when I was in the one in Miami. It was when my wife and I were coming back from Spain,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I wanted them to make a Gold Rush, a drink we featured on first episode, or I think it was the first episode. It was, but where it's bourbon, lemon juice, and honey syrup. Mm. They didn't have honey syrup. Like the bartender didn't know how to make a Gold Rush, and so I told her what the ingredients were. They didn't have honey syrup. So she went back to the kitchen and had them make honey syrup so she could put it in my drink.
1: Man, that's going above and beyond. Because I would have been that was like, fuck dope. that guy. <laughs> that Lemonade and whiskey. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get. That was cool. Yeah, so, that's, that's attention to detail. Yeah. Can you imagine? What are the odds someone else is going to go back and order Gold Rush? No, they made honey syrup and it's just for you.
0: Right, exactly. Tell me why LAX doesn't have that lounge though i imagine because the amount of people right i have no idea but it pissed me off they're building it but they don't have one okay okay but i know that is my elitist rant of the day felipe said i got the same taste as a billionaire but i have like take off like most of those zeros and when i say most i mean like all of them and and then you get me um that's literally where i'm at at this point (laughs) Oh, damn! Oh, <laughs> well, before we get,
1: I want to talk about my work a little bit, just because of I mentioned the board member at that board meeting. So one of the constant issues that we kept dealing with at my building when I went in there is that the elevators constantly kept going down. Mm-hmm. And I was bragging at my board meeting yesterday. And I was like, you know, it's been three months that we had an, a full elevator shut down. You know, it's we've kind of discovered these issues and we fixed them. And some of them were like just damn stupid of, of contracted employees doing something stupid um tell me what are the fucking odds that as soon as i'm bragging about it yesterday it happens on my way here to record this shit like what the fuck (laughs) three months and then suddenly my i get a call from my employee saying hey all, all four elevators are down what the fuck do i do i was like you've got to be shitting me come
0: on that was some bullshit. I that was that's, so pissed. That's karma coming to bite you because you got cocky. I mean, it's something to brag about. when they, <laughs> This is what we've
1: been dealing with forever. And you kind of figured it out. Of course I'm going to brag about it. I'm trying to say, hey, I'm young. People keep thinking I'm too young for this. I'm doing a fucking good job. Clearly I'm fixing all your fucking issues. And for a lot cheaper than you've been dealing with in the past. So of course I'm going to brag about it. And it fucking happens. Like, calm on <laughs> fuck that shit they got it figured out
0: though
1: uh no it turned mm. so there's some some causing power surges i blame the construction all downtown as you yeah. see a lot of shits going up um they got three of them when the circuit board broke and blah 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 blah, blah. that'll be fixed eventually you can't fix things friday nights apparently yeah oh, okay. clearly when I mean, you know life happens shit. yeah but it's... you know they've got elevators at the Building that needs them clearly because you know it's a really really high high rise. Um, you know
0: what, like six elevators? Four, four plus the service, or no, no, no uh, four no. including the service. Oh, okay, I don't know. It's been a while since I've been there, so I like, I didn't remember how many you had. It'd
1: be nice to have six, <laughs> it just adds a lot to maintenance costs and all that. But, but yeah, no, they got basically three, they got two, and then the service gotcha. Um, sorry, I just had a thought of. What I need to tell an employee. So I just froze for a second, I'm like, Yeah. Know,
0: both of us, we always think of stuff for work that like we just literally never stop thinking about it. And then just the most random things will remind us of something Yo, work related it's and then
1: like such a bad habit. Like I'm in the middle of meetings and like talking like face to face with my boss. And then my something will pop into my head and I have that habit just turning. And was like, oh yeah. And then I come back to the conversation and it's just like my mind just jumps so much. When I should be paying attention to what the fuck is going on in front of me. Yeah. And God damn, it's going to bite me in the ass one day.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, you definitely just like you start pigeonholing and like you start working on something and you just get this idea in your head. I was spacing the hell out during my conference. I'm not even <laughs> going to lie. Everyone talking about just all these different things that they're all doing and all the different divisions and all the different locations, everything that they're doing. And I'm just there like. To me, I could probably do that when I go back.
1: Have you ever seen the movie Up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, my... Squirrel! Yep. <laughs> my boss tells me, my former boss, is like, you know what you remind me of?
0: What? Squirrel!
1: <laughs> it's like,
0: yeah, damn, that's right! That is pretty much it! I'm like a fucking dog! Thank you! My name's Doug, and I love Squirrel! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the, the full scene. <laughs> i just watched that movie again like a couple weeks ago with my God. wife i forget why we watched it but we just ended up watching it and Maybe. it's like fresh
1: in my head that's why the other thing about pixar movies is like you don't ever really go back and plan to watch them i don't i guess you don't either yeah you don't really watch movies um but, like once you start it you kind of enjoy it you just yeah. it takes it's a like while a
0: guilty pleasure it just takes like a this. while
1: to make that circle to go back to watch them again
0: you're like a little kid at heart, you know, it comes, you go back to those movies and you're just like, Ooh, this is such a good movie. And I still do that now. Like I tell my employees, and um, new hires, anything like that all the time. It's like, I am the definition of the dog from that movie where I'll just start working on something and immediately I'm just like, squirrel, what's going on? And I am, that is 100% me like, when I'm at work. I just, I see something and I, what
1: was your favorite movie growing up? Like let's say, from where you remember to like seventh
0: grade. Oh man, that's when you're still young. I'm gonna get judged so hard for this. Cool Runnings. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I was it like, you, dead man? <laughs> yeah. I watched it so much oh growing God. up that I had the movie basically memorized. My parents loved it, mm-hmm. and so I just watched it like crazy. I just I to this day I still have that movie memorized um I remember several years ago when my wife and I were just dating mm. and I was like alright babe I really want to watch this movie yeah. and so we turned it on I would never seen her so disappointed and just like not <laughs> she just she was so disappointed <laughs> at my taste of movies. <coughs> to this day, she doesn't let me pick what we watch. Oh, that's fucked up. That's a good movie. I think we've
1: honestly probably had this conversation before because I feel you mentioned it before. And after like that same week, I went to go back to watch it again. Man, I enjoyed it so much.
0: Was it's it... got so many good moments. Beautiful. It really does.
1: Oh, it's a, it's a great movie, honestly. It's
0: such, it's such a good movie. So many just good one-liners. Uh-huh. And... I get it. I'm dating myself, you know. Those movies from like the early '90s, but it's such a damn good movie, and it's just funny.
1: Rest in peace, John Candy. Yeah, that's true. Um, feel
0: the rhythm.
1: Feel the rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's no, just so time. random. Oh man, that is a good movie. But every I time, ice. okay, every time uh, I don't hear from one of you guys in a while, I I try to send that memes like, "You dead man." Yeah,
0: it's oh. a classic. You it
1: know, really is I, I fucking that's a good movie i forgot all right was...
0: since you asked me what was yours
1: that's a hard one because uh, you're the movie buff here yeah but like i feel like i didn't really like movies when i was younger like my favorite movie is lord of the rings and i was okay. 11 when i came out so that but i've had to pick like a kid's movie it's probably lion king i watched the share that i haven't watched the uh the new one that came out this year or last year um, I
0: haven't watched
1: it. Either. I I guess it's on my list. I have Disney Plus. It's on my watch list. I just I don't know why it's taking me so long to watch it. But man, I love that movie. And again, it it goes but Apparently, it's like Hamlet or some shit. Really? It's some Shakespeare play. I uh, I did not know that. But, um, I yeah, I that was my favorite one. It's not as clear as I remember your movie more fondly than mine because again, when it was my favorite movie, I was like four, five, six. Whenever gotcha. I watched it
0: through all those periods, so that's why I consider it my favorite movie growing up. So, it's funny, though. So, it's funny that you mention it's favorite movies, because I'll always remember hearing the story of my wife telling me her favorite movie growing up. Okay. It was The Land Before Time.
1: Oh, shit! <laughs> that was it! Oh, my God, I had
0: that shit on VHS, the first one. Oh, my God. Littlefoot was the shit. But get this. Okay. When she first watched it, and uh. she remembered watching it, it became her favorite movie. Uh-huh. She didn't understand English. <laughs> no, okay, okay, okay. You know what the funny thing is? My first viewing of Lion King was
1: in Spanish. It was in theaters, too, which was in L.A., so I assume that's okay. And then my parents bought me the VHS in Spanish first. So, yeah, my first... I had some experiences. With your wife.
0: Holy shit, that's hilarious. Yes! Oh, my God. But what are we... <laughs> it was in Spanish. Yeah, it wasn't... <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the movie was in English. She didn't understand what was going on in the movie. <laughs> she didn't understand the fucking movie. Yeah, but it was, it was still her favorite movie. She was, like, she, like, the movie was so good that just oh, the, animation like that. Sorry, <laughs> the animation and everything. Sorry, continue. The animation and everything told such a good story. <laughs> That you could tell everything that was happening without actually understanding the movie. Oh my god, that's terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry, it shouldn't be as funny, but if you knew her, goddammit, that's fucking hilarious. Oh man. And on that note. <laughs> Do you want to call it? Yeah, we're going to call okay. it. Okay. It's always good to end on something like that. <laughs> So, what the fuck? thank you guys for watching. This was episode five of a Nobody Important podcast. Felipe
1: I'm cannot dying. stop
0: laughing, so he needs to catch his breath. But please, follow us on YouTube, on Instagram. And I'm still working on getting everything uploaded to the different podcast oh channels. God. But thank you again for watching. And see
1: you. Uncutted, this shit. <laughs>